When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Ari, here. This is Christina Williams. It's Dawn Staley. I'm Miles Ehrlich. It's your girl, Jasmine Baker, here. And you're listening to About That. About That. About That. About That. So you know you gotta stay locked into About That with your boy, B. Terrell. Deuces. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, B. Terrell, and I'm back, and you're back to another episode of About That. Oh, my God, it rhymed. That rhymed. <laughs> I'm back in that. <laughs> I feel like Outback Steakhouse. No. Okay, sorry. That was, like, so corny, but I just got excited because it sounded like it rhymed. I think it did rhyme. Back in that. Yeah. Put the back into that. <laughs> you're you're back with About That, B. Terrell. <laughs> okay, let me stop. So I'm excited. Um, it's been a pretty good week. It's been a pretty good week. Uh, WNBA action, of course. You know, um, we're at the midpoint of the season. We're we're a little bit past the midpoint of the season. Spent some great games. Um, and and it, it it's been a fun season so far. It's been a little disappointing for some, depending on who your team is. Um, but yeah, uh, we are. Um, let's, let's get into what's happened this week. Yeah, let's get into what's happened this week. So since our last episode, <laughs> uh, the, there's been some movement and then of course the 2022 WBA all-star reserves were announced. So last Saturday, good old Phoenix Mercury decided to drop some news on us and announce a divorce, not that type of a divorce where you want to call off a marriage after however many years or months or days, you know, hey, do you boo, but the divorce of an, an agreement that we thought would just really bolster and make this particular team, the Phoenix Mercury, a finals contender, well, at least a lot of people thought that because of, you know, them making that run last season and then adding some phenomenal pieces in Diamond uh, and, and Tina Charles. Well, the Phoenix Mercury dropped on us a bomb with just a simple thank you, Tina. And everybody on a good old Saturday, because you know, usually the mess is reserved for the Mondays, messy Mondays, maybe a little twisted Tuesday or a wild Wednesday, but not on Saturday. Not on Saturday. And we're just all chilling. And we see that graphic. And that's when it was found out it, we found out that. Uh, the Mercury and Tina decided to split and go their separate ways. Um, there was no, there was no, uh, explanation given as to, you know, quote unquote, really why, but there were some (laughs) jabs maybe of sorts being thrown. Um, there's reports. Um, some people said, you know, that obviously Tina wasn't happy from day one. Um, some people, uh, and we know that Tina wants a ring. Tina don't care about the money. 
she wants a ring. And so maybe she thought, you know, at that time during free agency, signing with the Mercury, you know, returning uh, Skylar, DT, and BG um, at that time, which was expected. And shout out, please, free BG. Um, take this moment to definitely recognize BG there in Russia and wishing her a safe and expeditious return home soon. Really do. Um, but Tina signed with um, the Mercury expecting that, you know, she could really help them possibly um, get back to the finals for consecutive years and this time win and hopefully win her first ring. She's missed a few games, which was later, um, which we later found out that, you know, the games that she missed to like a shoulder injury was just really her not wanting to play, wanting to be with the team. Um, we saw some, some, we saw the chemistry we saw, um, well, we saw the chemistry issues or what looked like chemistry issues. Um, we saw, um, that, that Skyler took a, took a sabbatical for a few days. Personal reasons wasn't with the team after that blow up on the sidelines. And there's just been a lot that's gone on. And so boom, Skyler sat out for a couple games, if I'm not mistaken, two or three games. And then Tina just like, booms, I'm out. Tina would then on, then go on to sign with the Seattle Storm and that really helps the Storm and it's going to be interesting to see how that works throughout the rest of the season and you know Tina made a comment I think that you know hey she still has the support of Diana Taurasi I don't know why that matters I mean that's not your teammate anymore yeah y'all went to the same school but you didn't even play together really so yeah that's that so um uh, congrats to Tina Charles. A lot of people were looking at it that though she was a quitter. Look, people have the right to make a decision. You're not going to stay at your job if you're not happy. Well, some of you might because you, some of you might. But Tina said, look, I ain't happy here. Whether it was she wasn't getting enough touches that she wanted, she's getting paid for this. Whether she uses the money or not or, or decides to donate it, she's still getting paid for this, and that is her job. She has the right uh, to go wherever or leave wherever she wants. And I do, I hate how people try to write her off as though she's just with some screw. She's still going to be a Hall of Fame player. With or without the ring, she's still going to be a Hall of Fame player. This is the former MVP, all-star, Olympian, uh, all WNBA players. So she can, she's still going to be a Hall of Famer. So that's neither there. That's neither here nor there. Um, that's one thing that happened. And then the All-Star Reserves were announced. Now, if you remember last week, there was quite a bit of buzz um, for various reasons around the All-Star starters. And I'll refresh your memory. Those starters are in alphabetical order. Sue Bird, Sylvia Fowles, Brittany Griner, Sabrina Ionescu, John Coel Jones, Nika Ogumake, Candace Parker, Brianna Stewart, Kelsey Plum, Asia Wilson, and Jackie Young. Now, obviously, Brittany Griner is listed there as an honorary starter and honorary all-star member this year. Because there's no doubt in my mind that had she been playing, she would definitely be an all-star. The all the, the leading vote-getters were Asia Wilson, followed by uh, Brianna Stewart. So, those two were automatically named captains. And because of the Retirement announcements or retirement re-announcements, Sue Bird and Sylvia Fowles were selected as co-captains. Now, those are your starters. The reserves are... That was supposed to be a drum roll. I'm sorry, that was horrible. Sounded like I was like gargling. Um, <laughs> Ariel Atkins, Kalea Copper, Skylar Diggins-Smith, 
De'Arika Hamid, Natasha Howard, my girl from the Atlanta Dream, the only rookie, Ryan Howard, Brianna Jones, Jewel Lloyd, Emma Misamin, Arika Ogumawale, Alyssa Thomas, and Courtney Vandersloot. Now, if you look at this list, you might be like, wait a minute, wait a minute. There are some names that are missing that have been having great seasons. Three of the names that most people feel like could have taken any of these spots or a lot of these spots um, for the reserves are Ezzy McMagor, Elena Deladon, and motherfucking Alicia Gray. This is highway robbery. This is this. I want to report a crime or something. Because Alicia Gray deserves to be an all-star. She's one, she's Dallas's most efficient scorer uh, or efficient player. You know what you're going to get from her every day on the court, but that's neither here nor there. And I just feel like because she's so quiet, a lot of times she doesn't get the the fanfare of the the, the fanfare or or the publicity. Um require in order to get some of these votes but i was like these this is for the for the coaches the coaches voted for this for the reserves and you have the game playing against alicia gray in the dallas wings so how could you not vote for her and there was um talk about oh well there were limited spots because alicia is only listed as a guard versus kalea copper kalea copper is listed as a guard forward so there were only so many spots to go around so that's why she probably didn't get enough of the votes because how was she classified and so it's just frustrating to me that little things like that possibly could have caused um, her to not be listed, named an all-star, which she definitely deserves this season. Once again, she's been Dallas's most efficient player. Obviously, Elena Deladon, the coaches probably voted not to give her an exhibition game because they're like, hey, you ain't showing up to all the other games throughout the season because you're nursing injuries or just protecting yourself from injuries. So why do you deserve to go to Chicago for a free trip and become an all-star? And then, um, oh, another... Another person who people felt like was a snub was Kelsey Mitchell. I think that they probably, although, yes, it is an all-star game and Kelsey's one of the leading scorers in the league, I think they probably looked at, well, yeah, you can score, you can shoot the ball, but your team is right now. So maybe they held that record of the Indiana Fever against Kelsey. But there are some players on this, uh, on the on the reserves that I felt like probably got there off of their entire career body of work for their name and not necessarily what they're doing this season. Um, Kalea Copper hasn't been the finals MVP Kalea Copper uh, so far this season. But, hey, she made it. And, you know, the game is also going to be in Chicago. So, hey, I ain't going to knock it. She she She's a part of the host team. So, hey, they want her to be an all-star. That's what's up. Maybe a few others. Natasha Howard. Maybe EDD or Ezzy could have taken Natasha Howard's spot. That could have been recency bias. Also, depending on when the votes were uh, turned in. Because towards the... Final stretch before All-Star um, votes were official for the reserves. Natasha had started to cook right alongside uh, Sabrina and, and, and the rest of the Liberty. So maybe they say, oh, yeah, she's really putting up these numbers this season. Well, are you looking at just, are you looking at the whole season? Or like the three or four games before it's time for you to vote? So, um, yeah, those are the All-Star reserves. I'm going to be in Chicago either way. I'm excited. Go Asia. Go Asia. But I'm... um. I'm excited to see how these players, how, how, what the festivities are like, because allegedly they're supposed to be a full weekend, but not allegedly, because I know some, some events that are going to take place during the all-star weekend. So it's going to be a lot of fanfare. It's also during the same time as Nike national. So they're going to be a lot of churn there running around. And it's great that they get a chance to partake in this event there. Cause I always hear 
Summertime shy is a beautiful thing. So I'm really looking forward to experiencing that. But let's go back to the Mercury right quick and talk about what kind of foolishness is this, or I won't say foolishness, what kind of chemistry issues could be going on in this organization. So if you notice, I didn't call Diana Taurasi's name as an all-star reserve. That was another snub where people felt like, oh my God, Diana's the GOAT. She should be an all-star. There's no all-star without Diana. How could you have an all-star game and not select Diana, coaches? Well, Phoenix Mercury's own coach, Vanessa Nygaard, said out of her mouth, I reiterate that she should be an all-star, talking about Diana. There will be a game in Chicago, but it will not be an all-star game because Diana Taurasi is not playing. Now, this is the same coach of a team, one who's looked disinterested. Is that a word, disinterested? Who looked like she lacked interest in the coaching of her team, um, especially during those early, those losing streaks when it just felt like all the, like the Mercury train was running off the rails. When she has her starting point guard, it named as an all-star. BG is named as an honorary all-star. But because Diana Taurasi is not an all-star, she's saying, oh, there's a game, but it's not an all-star game without Diana Taurasi. I feel like that's a total slap in the face to the others that have earned this honor. You don't see EDD, who's definitely an all-star player, a multiple-time MVP, a finals champion, an Olympian, one of the best to ever lace up the game, lace up for the game. You don't see uh, Coach Tebow or or EDD yelling, "Oh, there's no All Star game because I'm not playing there." So I feel like what she's done is diminish the work that the other people have put in. You don't have to tear down the others. You don't have to tear down the event just because your player, one of your players, isn't uh, another of your players isn't playing because you have one that will actually be at the game and another that's been named as an honorary starter who, once again, would have very well more than likely been an all-star had she been home and free and maybe quite possibly a starter for the all-star game. So I'm sick of them always having to prop up and center DT around everything. We get it. We get it. She's still playing after all these years. But maybe the coaches and the fans, I mean, hey, have felt like she's not being playing like her old self. Just because they threw that ball and some glitter and called her the GOAT, Big Kathy and them, doesn't mean that she has the right to any and everything around this league. And I love how, I, I just, I, I love how, you know what, people have just been tired of the foolishness. And not just people, sometimes it's coming from the very own locker room of the Phoenix Mercury. Because Skylar retweeted, so the Phoenix Mercury's official team page um, that on, on Twitter uh, shared that video clip of Vanessa Nygaard um, echoing or or making that statement, and Skylar just quote tweeted it and put the clown emoji, and I like it. I like it. Once again, something in the milk ain't clean over there in um in 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 the desert. I don't know what's going on because they're everything this season. It's promoting Diana, 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 Diana. The league has done it. The Mercury has done it. Skylar has, has put this team diamond um, at points um, during the season, but Skylar has put this team on her back and has been tenacious with her play. And for them to basically say, well, we see you're an all-star, but it don't really count because DT's not there. I just hate that. 
I hate that. And Friskyla out of Phoenix. I don't know who gonna take. I don't know who will take her. I'm pretty sure there are a lot of people who will clear space for Skylar Diggins. But this is frustrating for her to be putting in the work for this organization and for it to be going like this in terms of subpar coaching. Um, whatever issues are there going on in the locker room. I mean, I, I, I know that's frustrating. And, and Vanessa do better. That that was just, that that's, I won't say that's the most horrible thing that a person could say, but it really is tacky for you to say all because of one player on your team not making it when you have another. But, yeah, that's what's happened this week in the WNBA Twitter sphere, um, the actual sphere and all that other good stuff. I have a guest coming up that I really think that you all are going to enjoy. Sit back and relax. Go get you a drink. Go get you some coffee, some water, a scotch, whatever it is, whenever time it is that you're listening to this. Pour yourself up a nice good glass of something and come back because I will be back with my guest. I'll say who it is after the, after the break. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, everybody, welcome back to About That with your boy. It's me, B. Terrell. And y'all, let me tell you, I'm really excited right now. If you know me, we, we, we talk about birdies. Oh, this person talks about birdies all the time online, but ain't no birdie bigger than this birdie right here. My guest, the one and only Philly John, <laughs> the one, the only, again, Dawn Staley. How are you doing today, coach? B Brandon, what's up? <laughs> I'm good. You're the only one that I let call me Brandon, so I appreciate that. I'll, I'll let that get away. <laughs> but like, what what have what have you been up to? Like, walk us through your day, especially since since April third. My day or my days, or I mean, it's been a whirlwind. Like, I, I've been I've been in New York so much. I probably need to get me a flat there. Um. I mean, I've, I've been all over. I've been really enjoying, you know, the the, the championship celebration. Mm-hmm. Um, now we're, you know, June, late June. We're in the we're in the camp season, so we just started our our last camp. Well, the last camp of June, which is our little Gamecock camp. So mm-hmm. I am having a ball with the youngsters and having a ball with the the, the rims being lowered, so I get a chance to victimize victimize. <laughs> Some of the players that haven't been around and know not to hang out at the basket or else, you know, I'll, I'll try to get my two inch vertical on, on and over you to dunk it on you. We see you. We see you. We see you. Who, who's the latest victim? The latest. I got two today. I got uh, Olivia Thompson, which was a no, no. And, and poor Kiara Fletcher, who was demonstrating to a, a camper, how you dunk the basketball. And I, in her demonstration, she got set up real nice. I just timed real nice to when she was going into her motion. Bow down. <laughs> now, Liv should know, though. Liv done been there for a while, so she should know not to be there. 
You she let her guard down. Look, you can't let your guard down. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> I feel you. So let's go back to April 3rd. You, you talked about, you know, you've been traveling. Uh, what went through your mind as that buzzer hit and, you know, you heard the applause? Like, what was your first instinct? I mean, honestly, I felt just a weight off of my shoulders. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just like, because you're tensed up for for an entire season and, and you know, to 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 be the number one team in the country um, throughout the entire season. It is a heavy load to bear, but at the same time, you're, you're still just amped up. You, you don't want to let your guard down. So you're amped up. And then the moment that it was over, I'm just like, I'm tired. Like I felt instantly tired. I, I mean, I was happy. Yeah. I was proud. I was, you know, incredibly, um, grateful for the opportunity and our, and our players, I was happy for them, but my selfish moment was, I was just tired. Just literally, I felt really tired. So, I mean, but it was a, and you ain't getting no know, rest since though, because you've still been on the road. Hey, I got one. hey we want to, we want to win another one and another one and another one. And another Hello. One. Another one. Thank you. Yes. yes. Now, what, now, what about that offense now? Let me stop. You know, I ain't starting no trouble. I ain't starting no trouble. <laughs> I mean, listen, listen, listen. You know, when 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 commentators say what they say about, you know, our team or any team as they're as they're climbing that mountain to become a national champion, you can you can you can analyze it, you know, from sitting behind a computer, a desk, whatever, with the microphone in front of you. If you haven't, if you haven't been in a national championship situation, you really don't know. And I say that from experience because when when we had ever won a national championship, you don't know what you don't know until mm-hmm. you get there. Um, I know one thing, the theme throughout all of you know the championship runs, whether that's men's basketball, whether that's NBA, and I know it's going to be the WNBA. It's going to come down to being able to defend because offenses are too good. They're, they're too good. Everybody can be good a good offensive team until you know you you start disrupting, and when you start disrupting that stuff, you know can you get to your can you get to your second, third, fourth option in a in an offense? Mm-hmm. That, that's hard. It's hard. It's hard against our defense. So if you can score quick on us, you know, great. If you can't, then then we're gonna make it real difficult for you. So we can't score. You certainly aren't gonna score. Beat them down. Run them down. So now I had two favorite moments from um, the final four. One, you was as usual. You're gonna be dripped out. You are going to be dripped out. And I think from 2017, have you worn those heels again from 2017 or you put them in like a, a trophy case? Yeah, I haven't worn them. I can't wear heels anymore. So I'm, I'm done. Okay. I actually, I actually cleaned out my closet. I I, I, I put my, my, my stuff up for sale somewhere. Somebody, one of my friends got me, got me hooked up with somebody that sells high-end stuff. i got you okay so since you obviously you haven't worn those again what about this 2022 outfit are you gonna hang this up you're gonna shrine and shrine it somewhere where where is that going 
Oh, uh, no, I'm gonna wear my jacket again, obviously. <laughs> and then I, I mean, I wore some sneakers that I, I, I'm, I'm definitely going to wear again because, um, they're, they're wearable items. I can't wear them for another year or two. The jacket, I can wear this. I can wear the sneakers. Okay. I can wear the sneakers any day. So no, it's not going to be like, I, I don't, I think I wore my national championship outfit in 2017. One other time that can you, can you not on the court though? Let me see. Okay. So I mean, if you're a real fan. Oh my God. Wait, yeah. I might need to text. Hold on, cause you didn't go to you didn't go to the White House, so you didn't wear it there. No, no, no. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay, so that was so 2017 was the white jacket, right? Nope. Black. Wait. It was a black jacket. I had on cream, a cream top, a cream pants, and a and a black jacket, but it was cream on the inside. The interior was cream. Where did you wear it at next? <laughs> I actually wore it for my my um not the, the Netflix the Netflix the playbook. Yes, 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 yes. You did, you did. Cause I, did. I think I even tweeted about it. I, you're right, you're right. They wanted, they actually wanted that outfit. So I, I I've never worn it since. Robbie's going to be listening to this like now B you supposed to know that I know my bad <laughs> my bad fans you're right and that was probably my favorite out of um that Netflix uh, series obviously no bias but yeah come on it's the Philly join it's dawn so of course <laughs> so okay so my other favorite moment during the final four was when you really talked about amplifying or the need to amplify the voices of the, the uh, of black voices in media why was your celebration opportunity why did you feel like that was an important thing to say doing basically not taking shine from yourself, but using your platform to really say, yo, like shout out to these black voices out here. They've been riding, giving us this coverage. Why did you find that to be the time necessary to say that? Well, I, I, obviously when I say things is it's a feeling, it's a feeling. And, and I've been, I've been given a God given like compass of what to say when and where. And I don't, I mean, everybody's not gifted with that, you know, but I, I will say probably because of, you know, because someone chose to write an article that was full of untruths um, and, and did not do their research on what was happening with our team all season long mm -hmm. to what happened in the final four and the semifinals game. So they chose to put that article out and I'm just like, you know, basically, if it's a if it's a if it's a black journalist, they would have got creamed. They would have something would have happened to them um, that would that that didn't happen to this journalist. And I don't want anything to happen to the journalist besides get it right. Like if you're gonna put something out there on the biggest stage of college women's basketball when we're trying to win a national championship, get it right and don't be a distraction. Although. Sometimes people are put in your life to be a distraction. You can either give it the energy that they want you to give it or not. I chose not to give it the energy when the article came out. And then when other people followed up on it, and you got, you got senators uh, from this state um, continuing to, to piggyback off of the falsehood. So... Mm -hmm. You know, and I just want 
I just want black journalists to give a perspective. Y'all, you know, you guys are out there doing that. We're, I mean, we're colorful people. Like we, yes. you know, we give it a different spin. We're not going to be the, you know, the plain Jane. We, we're going to make it colorful. We're going to make it to fit um, our culture, which is different. You mm-hmm. know, it's a different perspective. It's a different spin on it. Um, and it, it is mainstream as well. It's just different. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like, you know, those journalists, black journalists out there that they won't, you know, you know, you want to, you want to crack into the, you know, to, to those big jobs. Some of them won't ever get there. Someone won't ever get there, but I don't want them to lose the hope because sometimes your big job is, um, creating a creating a platform for yourself that people are listening like it, it doesn't matter if you're you know you're representing the wall street journal or usa today or what, whatever it is um, as long as you can create a platform where people are hearing you and people respect what you're saying and, and what you're doing um i'm here for it i, I gotta give the committee a shout out um Woo-woo. because you know it is Y'all on the street, like y'all know, y'all, y'all, y'all reach out. You get people to come on to this platform and, and talk about basketball, the way we see basketball, the way, you know, you have a perspective. I don't agree with everything, but <laughs> I don't, I don't agree with everything with everybody else, but I respect it. I respect it. I respect the knowledge. That's and what that's I respect. Important. Like yeah, I respect you. the fact that y'all are going to do some research. Like I learned stuff from listening to what's happening um, in our sport. So, so I appreciate that. I really do. I appreciate it. But y'all know y'all can get a little crass up on there, but, but, but I, I like it. I love it because there's, yeah, there's nobody else doing it that way. Okay. It's real. Now. So since you said you don't agree with everything, I know you got to agree with this. Tell people why butter pecan is the best flavor of ice cream. Well, other than this, it's my mother's favorite flavor. Like, you yeah, That's my a mom, big debate school. on the committee spaces. Listen, listen. <laughs> my mom has been eating uh, butter. Uh, you, some people call it pecan. Some people call it pecan. But she's been eating. Well, and my mom's got the biggest sweet tooth. So, you know, if she gets down with it, you can't help. You can't help it. But let me just say this, though. I don't I don't know. I don't know if you haagen got the best. I know it's pricey. I know it's pricey. haagen got the best butter pecan. Oh, but I do butter pecan anyway. I don't care who make it. <laughs> so, look, if it's butter pecan, I'm going in. So that's that's that. <laughs> so but you just settled that point. So I can't def- I definitely can't wait to blast this because the people look, if you said, you Yo, know, how people- did you look at the calories though? I know. See, I don't do a lot, you know, because I'm trying to get me a three pack. My summer body is on layaway till next summer, so this year I can at least try to get a two or three pack. So yeah, I try not to have indulge in too much of the buddy pecan. Oh, you just bust my bubble. But <laughs> <laughs> so you spoke. You spoke early. Um, you talked about you know obviously changing the narrative. You talked about basically being everywhere. I mean, yo, I saw you. Good morning, America. The next morning, Breakfast Club. Roots picnic. You've been at Sixes and Hornets game. You've been on the recruiting trail. Now you're doing a camp. Like, do you ever, ever get to sleep at all? 
you know, I don't like to sleep. Okay. That's the, the craziest thing about sleep. Got to like knock me out. Like it's got to knock me out. Like okay. I will, I, you know, I enjoy watching TV late night. I'm, I'm a, I'm probably a little like, like I, I go to sleep to like, First forty-eight and forensic files, like that is that what that is what puts me to sleep every single night. Okay, it's something about that music, like it's almost like the X Files music used to put me to sleep. It, I'm telling my age about X Files, Lord. The, the younger kids right, man, I know right? what X Files is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, so- I just I just find it interesting. I find it really interesting that uh, that people really think they can get away with killing people the way that they do. Yeah, and then like, and they going about their days like nothing has happened. I'm like, do you did you just not see what you did? So, <laughs> gotcha. Okay, so boom, that's perfect. You talked about what we going to sleep. Uh, what you go to sleep to? I know something that we didn't go to sleep to because we all enjoyed it. A couple of weeks ago, we all had opportunity to watch Dream On, and when I tell you it was spicy, y'all were a mess back then. Y'all were a mess. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, Dream On is a 30 for 30 uh, special on ESPN featuring the 1996 women's olympic team that basically helped spearhead the wnba and so what was that and abl and abl right right and abl you're right because you went to the abl first and so what was it like being able to watch that to sit with the rest of us and kind of like go down memory lane and then what was something that they didn't show that's probably one of your favorite memories um I mean, I, I think the, and ABC put it on uh, uh, su- Saturday at, at 2 p.m. Like it was on ABC, which was pretty cool. Um, I, I think it was magnificently done. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was the truth. Like it was all truth. No matter how Tara saw it or Rebecca saw it or Lisa or myself or Carla McGee, no matter how we saw it, it, it was the truth and it was done in, incredibly well. Like it, it hit some high points, it hit some low points. It was, it was what we went through. And I, I, I you know, it jogged so many, so many memories of, you know, of, of that, that entire year. And I look at myself and like, I, I haven't changed. This is kind of who I am. This is kind of uh, who I've been. Um, well, you know, one of one of the things that probably that didn't get conveyed as much as it took place was probably um, Rebecca. You know, I know a, a lot of you know what Rebecca went through was hard for her personally, mm-hmm. um, and it the, the the thirty for thirty was spot on, like it was spot on. But I I do feel like we were we were more helpful than it than it portrayed. Okay. Like more helpful to her, like, like, um, helping her along the way. Like, you know, in that, that scene where she, she was eating alone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it, it, that was, that was kind of cool for how that narrative was being portrayed. Um, but as I'm thinking about it, it was probably because Rebecca had a lot of stuff to do after practice. Okay. So she was coming in late after having to do some of the stuff she had to do and everybody else probably was there eating or ate and left and all of that. So 
I think it was cool how they put that in there when they're expressing, you know, what what she was feeling and how they were narrating that part of it. But um, Jennifer Azy was super helpful to Rebecca because I was her roommate. Mm -hmm. And then once I, I do feel like they were spot on, you know, when that article came out about Rebecca and and Nikki, they, you know, tar tar quoted names. And and when you're in something as you know, hard as we were going through, it it actually brought us a lot closer as a team. And I don't even think we could have gotten any closer, but it brought us closer to to the point where we're like, you take one of us off this team, you taking all of us. And we were, we were seriously, if they would have any 11 of us that that would have been sent home, we would have, we would have blown up we would have blown up that whole experiment by, by sticking together. I love that. So basically it, it became a real sisterhood and something that I saw recently is you kind of, I mean, well, obviously in that, um, in, in that special, and then you went on to play against or with some of them, you coached with them, uh, had Carla and Nikki on your staffs before. And then that sisterhood has kind of like basically trickled on down, I guess the idea of sisterhood in, your teams because something I saw recently Ashley Bruner she posted a picture and a lot of them didn't even play with each other but they were all Gamecocks and she was saying how you know they went to basically they were Dawn baby the Dawn's babies it was so many eras of your South Carolina players and obviously you had those similar experiences with the Temple players as well but how does that make you feel from what you got to South Carolina in 2008 so you had Bruna and Markeisha there kind of in the earlier days then you had Brett and then you had um, Tina Roy and Elena and then you went on to now the current babies like all of those different I won't say generations but all of those different eras of South Carolina women's basketball together what what do you feel like like a proud parent or, or how does that make you feel I mean it, it fills my heart it really does um, because all of them have have been through something very similar to what the dream one players have been through when, when coming through our, when coming through our program now some of the older players probably would have thought that I've, I've gotten a little softer since they've been in school um you know but you know I think you do have to change with the times I, mm -hmm. I can't be the coach I was you know 22 years ago I, I wouldn't have a job they're not running um, outside in the cold like y'all were in dream on though no no they're not doing that but you know, I, I know it's probably one of the older players, probably Markeisha, because she's like the granny of the group um, that that invited the young players to dinner. Like they went and they I think they went to tsunamis for dinner. And I mean, I mean, it's, look, the picture. I mean, it, it's it's it says a thousand words mm -hmm. with the eras, with who they are. They're smiling. They're happy their part knowledge to some of the young ones and some of the young ones are, are just having an insatiable desire to be great, to be great and leave their legacy just like the, all the other older players that were pictured. I love that. I love that. And so we're talking about, you know, you say evolving with the game, something that has recently changed, um, obviously, NIL. These players are getting paid. And we're seeing a bigger, still not enough, investment in women's sports, um, especially going on to the WNBA level as well. A lot play, a lot more players are beginning to stay home, um, not going overseas as often, and they're getting more endorsement opportunities here. 
And so now that we have, especially on the Nike front, you know, but you might know where this question is going. What we got to do for Nike, because you got two players, two of your former players are Nike athletes in Alicia and Asia. What we got to do for Nike to retro your sneakers so we can possibly see them wear that in the game. That would be like so dope. Um, you know, not, not only that, I think, uh, I think the, the, the whole retro, um, business is a lucrative business. I, I, I really do believe that. Um, I, I do believe that I, I got the best looking signature shoe you do. Of, them all, you of do. them all, of them all. Um, cause I was probably more of a sneakerhead than any of them back in the day. Um, just, just from my Philly roots. Um, I don't know. We just got to keep turning the heat up because I, I, I know here's what I do know. Okay. Here's what I do know. Black athletes can push a brand, mm-hmm. like push a brand. Black coaches can push a brand. Like, you know, I look at UFOs and the amount of people, the amount of people that bought UFOs just because UFOs did a great job with pushing commercials out. Like they really, you had the white, toe, the white toenail polish. I saw you. Uh-huh. Saw that. Don't go too close. Don't, don't enlarge. <laughs> don't, don't too thin. Um, so, yeah, like, I, I just feel like we're missing. I, I, and then I, I looked at, I, I'm not going to get these numbers right, but I saw something on Instagram that said how much money Black people have spent in this economy. Mm-hmm. Like, billions and billions of dollars. Mercedes Benz, you know, uh, fast food. We uh, buy more. We buy more. We buy more name brand items than any probably other culture in in the country. Mm -hmm. Now, why we buy them, you know, is is for one reason or another. Mm -hmm. But my thing I want to hone in on is we buy. We spend our money. We we spend our money on quality things, and and I I think it's it's only right. That that all student athletes are able to capitalize on their NIL deals, and they they're doing so in a in a great fashion. So Nike, we got to get those. I'm I'm going to find a way to start a petition or something. I don't know how many signatures we need, but we definitely need those because hopefully they come in a little larger sizes too for my you know for me. But I I I need that, and um I think definitely the South Carolina fans in general will buy them. And I can just see the advertisement right now featuring you, you know, maybe giving them an old school cross up or an assist behind the back and they catching it and they wearing them, they lacing them up. Like I got a whole spot in mind that, you know, <laughs> Nike call me, we can work some things, but um, and I know you gotta go, we're not gonna keep you too much longer. So um, everybody speaking of endorsements and the opportunities and everyone knows you, um, they always reference those early commercials and then the Martin days. Is there something that is there a show right now that you would love to be featured on, or could we possibly be seeing you in these acting chops again soon? Oh Lord, I don't. I don't even watch TV like that. I only watch those shows, and I probably there's not a spot. I, I don't want to be featured on those shows. Well, now sure. wait a minute. There was something that you. What are you? Is it Game of No, not Game of Thrones. No, I haven't. I haven't watched Game of Thrones. It's something that you're always tweeting about. Um, one of those shows. What's the what I watch? I I'm watching Bloodline right now. Okay. I I, I don't. I forget what was the last one that I watched. 
the last series that I watched, I don't know, but it was it was pretty darn good. Well, maybe we uh, can get you featured on SVU or something like that, and you could be like a special guest detective. Maybe Court TV. You know, I, I do watch the court cases as well. Court TV, I might, you know, special case. Okay, uh, special court agent Dawn. I got yeah. to <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so is there anything that you haven't done yet as a coach that you want to do? Yeah, this this one thing. What's that? Um, this is this is selfish me talking, I and this was this was selfish me talking um, before this took place in 2013. I, I want to be a Nate Smith Hall of Fame coach, coach, like I mean, coach. Yeah, yes, yeah, so as I, a player. So uh, yes, that's right. And not not very many coaches have, not many people have done both, and I would like to be in that number of being in the Naismith Hall of Fame for both. I think Lenny Wilkins is one of them that was a player and a coach, and I think someone else. So I would love to join that company. See, I was expecting, I, I was thinking something totally different. I was thinking you were going to say you want to run the table and go undefeated. But yeah, I, that, that Hall of Fame. Yeah, the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously that's a, you know, that's, that's, that's always in the cards, okay. you know. But I thought you were just saying me, you know, me as in selfish me. You no, that's no, selfish. I, you know, take that minute to be yeah. selfish. You deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, obviously I do want to run it back. I do wanna, I do wanna, I do want I I have a I have a thing for our, our 2019 class. Like really, because they've been through so, so, so very much. And I I want them to I want them to leave their legacy. I want them to etch it in the in the history books uh, here at South Carolina and the history books in all of women's basketball. All of it. What that ring looking and like. They do that what the ring looks like. Oh, it's nice. Ooh. Nice. It's nice. It's better well, than 2017. Cause that was nice. Yeah. The two always two is always better than one. But but anyway, um, you know something we've done with with our rings, and we've gotten a lot of rings just with different. Um, we we only have gold on our national championship ring, so we don't put gold any other on any other ring. So so that's pretty special for us. Oh, so I can't wait to see this one. Then this is gonna be a special look. This gonna be okay. I gotta be there. I gotta see these rings then. Okay. <laughs> And so, obviously, and about to wrap it up, let you go. Got to get back to these camps. You know, get back to giving the people what they want. Is you're you're not a, you're not afraid to face anyone. We saw that last year. You came out the gate swinging. First game of the year, top five showdown. Are there any surprises that we could see in this schedule this year? Any uh, matchups that you're really looking forward to? Well. I mean, considering we got three, we're, 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 what is this, June 27th? And our schedule isn't done yet. We need three more games. One, one. We, we, we needed two. We needed two as of last week, but somebody, somebody decided they couldn't play us. Ooh. So, so we back, <laughs> we back at, we back at needing three games. So if anybody's out there that's listening, uh, call us. We'll do home and home. We prefer to do home and homes. Okay. Well, if, we, if we have to pay a guarantee, we'll do that as well. 
Now I do, I do. This is now this is selfish of me. You were selfish a few minutes ago, but I was joking with someone saying I need them to go to some places that I like the vacation to. So like, can, we get, in, can we get a game in New York? One of the LA schools, one of the Miami schools. That's it. Those are the only vacation spots. Or oh, Hawaii. Let's go to Hawaii. <laughs> Shoot, last time we went to Hawaii, that was a tough trip on us. It's a tough trip. You know, when you go to Hawaii, you get, you get the, as a child, I can't say that. You, <laughs> it's hard to play in Hawaii. How about that? Okay, it's hard to play there. It's hard to play in Hawaii. Okay. You win, but you don't feel the same. You need some recovery. Oh. <laughs> you need some recovery. <laughs> Uh, okay, <laughs> I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> Wait, so <laughs> how would you rank that recovery time compared to uh, some of your more recent winning co- recovery times? <laughs> no, it's different. Like it's different. It's different. Well, well, we haven't been to Hawaii since. Uh, shoot, Asia was with us, so it's. It, it's it's been a couple of years since we've been there. And it may maybe I hope Asia hears it. May maybe the team that we got might be a little bit tougher than what we what we had. Okay. Oops. Oops. Oh Lord. Don't let them hear me. Don't don't let the please y'all don't hear that. They're gonna start blowing up my phone when they hear this. <laughs> oh Lord. I'm gonna make sure I send it to her. Like Asia, this is just for you. Co- Coach coach talking that game. Coach talking that game. (laughs) All right, Coach. So before I let you go, what is anything, any special message or anything that you want to just get off your heart uh, that you want to thank to your supporters that you want to put out in the atmosphere? We understand trying times right now. What, what, anything that you feel, feel led to say, what would that be? Uh, I I mean, I would be remiss if I did not mention, you know, Brittany Griner, and what her family's going through, what she's going through. And and obviously every time that you hear her being 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 um uh I, and for us it's is it's impromptu like like I don't know when this is gonna be aired like June twenty-seventh today. You know, I mean she went to court, I mean didn't look good, had her shackled, had her connected to, you know, two guards and and I think they they gave out some bad news. I think they they got her in for another six months, but at the same time as they said the trial starting in July. So I don't know what to believe. So if if I'm feeling it the way I'm feeling it, you know, imagine Sherelle, imagine imagine her her parents, her family members, our our women's basketball entire community. We're really praying like we need a miracle, like we need something miraculous to happen in order for her to get her home. Like there, there isn't, and I know people are always talking about, what about the other Americans? Just bring every American that's being wrongly, wrongfully re- re- uh, detained in any prison that's abroad, bring them home. I know Brittany, I know her specifically and especially, and she's a friend. She's someone that I've known for the past 10 years. And I know her heart, I know who she's about. I know what she's about. And I, I want nothing more than for her to be home and, 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 and wake up from this nightmare of a situation mm-hmm. um, being, in, being in Russia. And that's enough said. 
coach. I thank you for your opportunity. The sentiments are the same in regards to bringing BG home always. And thank you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Appreciate your time. And I will see you, I know before, but especially in Dallas in 2023. <laughs> Thanks, B. Appreciate you. Peace out, coach. Thank you. All right, B. <sighs> Yo, that was Dawn Steely. That was Dawn, Dawn Steely. Isn't she just a treasure? <laughs> Isn't she just a treasure? Uh, you know what? And it, I think I, I love this more because I was a fan of hers as a player. You know, so I watched her in the Olympics. I watched her in the WNBA. Um, I was a little too young to watch her in college, but um, being able to, I, I, I was definitely just attracted to her, her style of play and her energy. I hate using that word because you know a lot of people talk about energy and stuff. I'm not one of those people, but you could just definitely tell that she was, she was, she was like one of the best, right? Um, and then so when she decided to come to this to to the school. Like what, 45 minutes where I grew up from, I knew that she was going to transform that program and that she has. Like, it's just, it's just, it's just still a beautiful thing to see what she's done in the amount of time that she's done it and how she's made South Carolina, if not the A top pro top program. So, um, yeah, yeah. I like shout out shout out to her and shout out to the Gamecocks. Um shout out to the fams if you're listening to this. All the fams that are listening, definitely shout out to you as always. So um yeah, so that's that's that for this week. Um I'll be bringing you another episode. I might be in Chicago when I bring another episode. Um well, I'll be in Chicago by the time another episode drops. But I don't know. I'm, I might do some little things from the, from the streets or whatever. Get some live clips of some players or something like that. So, yeah. We'll see what we can do. Um, but, yeah. Make sure you tune in to keep keep telling a friend to tell a friend about the WBA season. Um, watch the games. Buy the merch. If you're going to be in Chicago for WBA All-Star and you see me, say hi. <laughs> say hi. Um, I'll be there. I might, I don't know what color hair I'm going to have this time. I might do a little purple, a little green. I might do a little tie-dye. I don't know. It's the summer. I want to be outside, have it be moisturized. So, um, <laughs> but yeah. So, uh, make sure you follow me on Twitter and the Instagram at I-T-S-B-T-E-R-R-E-L-L. That's It's B Terrell. It's the same thing on Twitter and Instagram and follow the podcast as well on Twitter and Instagram at about that BW, A-B-O-U-T-T-H-A-T-B-W. The BW is for Blue Wire and um, shoot me an email at about that BW at gmail.com. Any questions that you want me to ask, um, any guests that you'd love for me to try to have on the show. So yeah, this has been fun. Thank you for listening. Thank me for speaking and Shouts out to you on this glorious day and free BG. Peace out. Bye. It's your girl Mel and you've been kicking it with B Terrell on about that. And um, I'm going to need you to pull up every single week. But before you do that, make sure you subscribe, like, rate, and tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend because it's going down each and every week. See ya.